Hey mama, welcome back to Mama's Mission. I am beyond excited for you to hear today's episode. Beyond excited. I had the pleasure of interviewing Samantha Simmons from the Abundant Woman Collective. And oh my gosh, it was amazing. If you are wanting to hear about Sabbath and you are, like myself, totally clueless as to how and why you should start it, this is totally the episode for you. I got blessed beyond belief. I'm telling you, Mama, this is such gold. In it, Sam talks about how they implemented this as a family, why they implemented it, and she just made it so easy. I think sometimes we just make it hard for ourselves and we think Sabbath or certain things should look a certain way, feel a certain way, go a certain way, and that's just not what it is. She just highlighted that Sabbath is going to be different for every single family And it was just so inspiring. I'm telling you, Mama, this is totally the episode for you. I pray this episode resonates with you and inspires you to start Sabbath or practicing Sabbath if you're not at the moment. It is such a life-giving rhythm that we can implement into our family and I am so excited to start. Hey Mama, welcome to Mama's Mission. Do you want to point your kids to Jesus and help them develop an authentic faith of their own? But you're not too sure on how to do that and how to do it consistently. Hey, I'm Deb. I can so relate to feeling overwhelmed with the concept of discipling my littles. I felt like I wasn't equipped for the task. And when I tried to show my kids Jesus, I would start with passion and fizzle quickly. I was puzzled as to how I could do this naturally, easily and regularly until I found rhythms and habits. In this podcast, you'll discover how to point your kids to Jesus using simple habits, rhythms, and routines. Consistency will become your middle name, and you will learn that this discipleship thing isn't as tricky as you thought. Mama, let me help you to live out your greatest mission, which is to show your kids Jesus. So grab a coffee, or maybe two, kick back, and get ready to launch into your mission Hi, Sam. Welcome to Mama's Mission. It's such a privilege to have you here on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. We are going to be talking all things Sabbath today because you released an episode um, a wee while back about Sabbath and you just had me wanting more. And I thought, okay, well, I've just got to get her on the podcast to really, really find out the nitty gritty details. So that's what we're going to talk about. But before we do that, let's hear a little bit about you. So can you share with the listeners a bit about you and your family? Yes. So um, my name is Sam. You said that, but I am a wife of, I should have known this. I should have done the math 14 years. Um, to Matt. And we have four kids uh, ranging in ages from five up to 11. And we are living right now in right outside of Nashville, Tennessee. So we are across the world from you, which I love. So what's one word that you would use to describe your family? Yeah. um, That's such a fun question. I was like, what word? I put awesome. Like, I don't know. I love I've always wanted to be a mom. I've always wanted lots of kids. You know, we have four kids. That's a little above average, I feel like here. Um, And I just, our life is awesome because we choose to make it awesome. Oh, that's so cool. I love that word. Awesome. And that you choose to make it awesome. Because I think with four kids, 
it is yeah. a bit of a choice. <laughs> yeah. So that's really cool. Yes. What's one thing you want mamas to catch, like to really understand? Yeah, I would love for moms to, this is going to sound silly, but hear me, to give themselves permission to fully run after Jesus, to fully obey the Lord. And I know that sounds like easy when we say it, but I mean, obey the Lord and what he has for you, despite what it looks like, despite what the world thinks, whatever, to have permission and to like be commissioned to go do the thing that the Lord has called them to do. And so many times we stop ourselves or we let other people stop ourselves or opinions or, you know, the list goes on of really, really running after the Lord. And so here's your permission slip, friends. (laughs) You have permission to do the thing that God has called you to do. I love that. That's actually really cool because as mamas, I think we can be our own worst enemy sometimes. And we put a whole lot of others or things before ourselves and even before Jesus. And we need to be doing that. I think what's been coming up for me recently is that we're only here for such a short time and we're in eternity for eternity. And yet we focus so much on the small season that we're here on earth and how much are we actually focusing on the big picture. So what you're saying about, you know, running after Jesus, so in alignment with having that heaven-minded focus. Yeah, you're right. Because it is, you know, the the Bible says it's but a vapor and it's a blink of an eye. And but because we're in it, it doesn't feel that way. No. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> it feels long, depending on what season of oh, yeah. you're in. It feels very, very long. Um, but that's not, you know, that's not the case. And so you're so right that heaven focused. Mm-hmm. So let's get into the nitty gritty because I'm all is. I want to hear all about it. So you've got, as I mentioned, you released a podcast about Sabbath. And I want to know what is Sabbath to you? So Sabbath for me is just, it's a time to pause, to reflect and to connect with God. I feel like in our everyday lives, they're very busy. They're very full and we don't always intentionally do that. So it's intentional time to pause, reflect, and just connect with God. That's That's the easiest definition. (laughs) Yeah, that's, and that's biblical, isn't it? Mm-hmm. On the seventh day, he rested, like he paused. And I think in our busy season, we probably don't do enough of that. No, and you're right. As moms, we put so many people ahead of ourselves, so many things to do. I mean, we do have a lot on our plate and it always comes first. And I know it's even in different seasons of my motherhood come first before my actual sleep or my physical health, you know, but how much more do we do that with the Lord where we just even for some of us, we might be even on fumes like today, like we're running on fumes. We're not fully filled. And so it feels impossible to give, give, give. And yet this is permission to take a day, to take a chunk of time and stop, to stop like all of it Mm. and just get refueled as a daughter of the King. Like that is our first identity and just get fueled up with him. And if we don't intentionally set the time, We won't ever, like, we won't ever do it. You're so right. You're so right. So I want to know what prompted the change for you? Because I'm assuming, I could be wrong here, but I'm assuming that you haven't always 
practice Sabbath. So what actually prompted you to think this is something that we need to implement into the family? Yeah. And full transparency, we're still working on it. We're still trying to figure out, and I'll talk about that more, but we're not, we don't have this hundred percent down packed. Um, in fact, when I was writing the episode on my podcast, it felt a little bit like, oh man, I'm, I'm still learning how to do this <laughs> yeah. and I'm talking about it. And like, <laughs> I'm not a professional, I'm not a professional rester. Actually rest goes against my nature. And like, I am achiever. I am ambitious. I can go until I can't go anymore. And so this feels counter to like my flesh. And so my disclaimer is I am not, we are not perfect at this. However, it was that it was our weekends were full. The kids are getting older. And so we participate in activities and churches. And so even with we homeschool, um, and so they're with me during the week and yet our life still felt, felt very full and we still felt very busy. And as a mom and a wife, not only did I feel slightly disconnected um, from like my husband and from my children, and not that we weren't with each other all the time, but it's the quality of time, right? Yeah. Um, it was really spending that one-on-one time, but then, man, I just could not help but think, am I being the best example of what a Christian even looks like? Like what a holy person, what a person who is first the daughter of the king first, like if I'm not applying this to my own life, then what example am I? Like, I want my daughters to first rest in their full identity of who they are as a child of God. And so if I'm not even doing that, then how am I going to be able to tell them to do it? Right. It was just, it was like this conflict of emotions and here we are learning about it. And then, oh, wait, we don't do this. (laughs) That's so cool. I love it how that's so in alignment with what we talk about here at Mama's Mission, you know, pointing our kids to Jesus. We do that by, you know, knowing who Jesus is and actually really thinking about it. And it sounds like you've thought about it and you've thought, "Mm, this is a practice that we can use in our family to help point them back to Jesus. And it's, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I grew up in church and so I've always, you know, sort of heard about it, but I think sometimes, apparently I'm full of permission slips today, so you're welcome. But (laughs) sometimes I feel like, especially with Instagram or social media, we see people practicing Sabbath and it's like with a beautiful candle and their Bibles and their beautiful little children obeying and real life over here. It does not always look like that, but that idea of what the perfect Sabbath should look like almost kept me from doing it at all. Yeah. It's, it's not even a set of rules. If it's a set of rules, then that falls into like the religion category, right? Like do this because if not, you get in trouble. That's not what the Lord wants from us. Not our presence, our time, you know? And so once I got rid of the idea that it doesn't have to be perfect, we actually can totally start messy and that it's not a to-do list to like obey some thing. It is, it's something that I intentionally wanted to do. So once my heart was in the right place, it was way easier to be like, okay, guys, let's, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about what it means. And then let's, let's do it, you know, but I had to get my heart right first (laughs) and why we were doing this. I can so relate. Actually, you just see the perfect Sabbath meal and season. And it's like, it just seems too hard. And then you, you see like what you shouldn't be doing on a Sabbath. 
And mm. then I'm kind of like, oh, but yeah, I, I hear that. But I did hear someone talk about Sabbath and they said kind of keep it really simple. As you've suggested, start with the messy and it evolves over time. And they suggested picking three things that are we will do on Sabbath and three things that we won't do. And mm. I thought that kind of makes it more achievable, I yeah. think. Yeah, it's doable. Yeah. So I guess we want to get to the nitty gritty. How <laughs> or what does Sabbath look like for you and yours? Because as you've made it clear, Sabbath looks quite different for every family. We're all different anyway. And what the Lord may ask you to do or not to do during your Sabbath is individual to you and your family, whereas it may be completely different for my family. So how do you you and your family do Sabbath? Yeah, I love that you said that. And I feel like that's always like a great place to start with because again, the comparison trap will keep you from starting, but also you said it, our lives are so different. And I remember seeing posts where like, oh, you have to do it on Saturday or you have to do it on Sunday, Yeah, and, you know, and, and we, there was a time uh, where we planted a church back in California. And so Sundays didn't make sense for us because Sundays were essentially like our work, you, like not work, but like we had to yeah. be in church. Right. And so where Saturdays made more sense. And so now we're in the season where Sundays make more sense. And so whatever that looks like for you here, my customized version, and then make it fit for you. But it looks like intentionally taking time off from all of the things that pull us away from him. And it looks like spending time as a family focused on him, talking about him and his word and being with those you love. And so for us specifically, um, it looks like whether it's a chunk of time, like all day or a full 24 hours, like we, we personally, I'm not as concerned with like, has to be from 9am to 9am as I am with what am I doing during that time? So practically speaking, like it looks like we turn off technology unless we all choose to do like a family movie or we choose to do things together as a family versus all running our separate ways. Mm. Um, we choose uh, family like Bible studies. There's a few studies that we sort of have and do um, or devotions and just get in our word, which we don't do as often during the week. Like me and the kids do it because I homeschool, but daddy doesn't always do it because he works. And so it looks like saying no to all of the things, the parties, <laughs> the, uh, the individuals, you know, things that pull our attention away. Um, but it's just, honestly, it's intentional. So like mom's not doing laundry with dad, watching football with the kids doing all their things. We're all choosing to do things together. And, and then with our focus on him. So it's like, the Lord and each other, like for us, it's both. And that's amazing considering your homeschooling and with your children a lot. And that's a something lot. that, yeah. <laughs> and that's something that you feel compelled to do, like be with, you know, obviously fix our attention more on Jesus, but as a family as well, because mm. that's amazing. I did homeschool for a stint there and come the end of the week, I just needed a breather. Just, just some space. <laughs> oh, I definitely ask daddy for that frequently. Like, okay, <laughs> mom's extroverted out and people out right now. I'm going to yeah. go hide. <laughs> so if we backtrack just a little bit, 
you felt compelled to start Sabbath. How did you go about it? Did Is this a discussion you had with your husband initially and then involve the family? Or did you just do it all together? Like, how did you um, introduce it? Yeah, so I, um, I did. I felt sort of the Lord stirring this in my heart. I learned about it. And then I, I presented it, not presented it, but I talked about it with my husband. <laughs> so I yeah. presented it, but you know, um, this idea and like our intention. And so, and then from there we were like, he of course was like, this is great, but also how are we doing this? Right. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well let's look like literally opening up the calendar. And if you're a papal person, do paper, but we're digital and we have like a family calendar through our phones. Right. And so It was like, what makes the most sense? Okay, well, Sundays, we're already in church. We've already done like our corporate worship with friends and church family. Um, And so let's take the day. And literally, I like in my calendar, (laughs) there is a do not schedule (laughs) or like Sabbath. Like it literally says one of those two things. And those are just reminders. Because again, if I, if for me, if I don't schedule it, It's not going to happen. There'll be something that comes up that I want to do. And it's also for us, we're flexible in that, that it is a priority, but it's also okay. So like if there is a family birthday party that we're all invited to, and we're going to be together, then for me, it's okay that we say yes, if that's what we choose to do. It's not every single time, but it is a yes. And so the first thing I did was talk to Matt, my husband, and then I looked at our calendar. And then I brought it to the kids and for the kids, I presented it to them. I brought it to them. It wasn't necessarily, I mean, like, you know, as moms, you're like, Hey, this is going to be so cool. Do you want to do this? But the answer is actually yes. And so (laughs) you actually have no choice. Yes. You just make it sound like that way. And so I explained (laughs) to them too, like, why are we doing this? What does that even mean? Like, that's a fancy word. Um, What are we going to do during those times? And then I took feedback. So like, what do y'all want to do? Like, this is the study we're going to do. I did pick the study. And like, what do you want to do in your other time? We're not going to sit in front of a TV. We're not going to, you know, hide in our rooms. We're going to do stuff together. So since then, we play kickball outside. I actually broke my foot playing kickball with my kids outside. Oh, no. <laughs> Yay! But so, so don't, don't do that. But I mean, we've done it as a family. We um have gone to garage sales and picked out board games and um, just intentional with our time together. Um, another thing that I must say is important because if not, like if we, okay, the thing is to prepare ahead. If I know that Sabbath is coming or a day of rest is coming, then I know that I can make a crock pot meal. For example, we can choose easy things. We can eat leftovers. I know that if we do it on Sunday, Monday's work, And so like a load of laundry needs to be done before then, because I've made the mistake of having those rest days while staring at things that need to be done. And that is not restful. It is stressful. Like I don't want to stare at my to-do list and just press pause on a to-do list that I should be doing. Right. And so preparing in advance really helped me to be like, okay, this is what we're going to eat. All our clothes are like, all the things are done, even picking up the house beforehand. So I'm not cleaning during just whatever for your life makes sense. Doing the things, mowing the lawn, I don't know, ahead of time. So you're not staring at like literally a load of laundry, like hmm, that should probably. And then also if you have to do a load of laundry, do the load of laundry. Like if it's more stressful 
then it is helpful not to, you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Where the religion would be like, don't do this. Don't don't do that. And yes, don't get caught up in laundry, but throwing a thing, a clothes in the washer and then switching it is not going to hurt anyone. If literally staring at it is going to stress you out. Yeah. I think that's really important. You've mentioned that the preparation, because you're right. A lot of us can't relax, especially mums. I don't know if your husband is like this, but the bench can be covered with dishes. He can walk past it like 20 times. Doesn't even register. Perhaps I should, you know, I could clear that bench. Um, But I think maybe it's different for women. I would see Mm -hmm. those dishes and go, yeah, that's kind of annoying. I want to clear the the bench space, especially if it's in a, a main part of the home. Yeah. I, last week I was sick and I um, took a day off and just people had my kids, Matt had work and I was just home alone. <laughs> so at one point I called Matt and I was like, next time I'm sick, I'd really like to plan it better. So I'm like at a hotel sick. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm just in this house staring at the things that I need to do. And it's yeah. not restful. It's no. stressful. <laughs> yeah. And then when you actually go oh, okay look I'm just it's just dishes it'll be fine yeah. I mean I've done that before and then you almost pass out because you get all dizzy and it's like yeah I really shouldn't have done that <laughs> stay in bed <laughs> so what do you believe like there are probably some people listening going okay I hear I hear Sabbath but really what's the big deal like why do you believe it's an important rhythm that we should incorporate as or should or can imp- incorporate as believers yeah. Um, here's the deal. If it's in the Bible <laughs> and if it's something that Jesus not only modeled, but he's telling us to do it, then there's a reason. And so yeah. back in, I mean, like all the way in Genesis in Genesis two verses two and three, it says in the beginning, right? You mentioned this after God created the world, he rested on the seventh day and yeah. on the seventh day, God ended his work with which he made and he rested from all of his work. Y'all, God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. He made it holy. God, yeah, creator of all things, rested, right? In Exodus, it talks about it again. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you do the work, and then the seventh day is a Sabbath to your Lord God. And Ecclesiastes, this isn't one that's normally mentioned with Sabbath, but I feel like for me, it means a lot because it talks, it's like the funeral verse, but it talks about where it's written. There's a time for everything under the sun and finding time for a Sabbath. It's a matter of priorities and boundaries. And it's a sacrifice. Like yeah, it is, it is a sacrifice for us to stop the motion of life for a day and dedicate that to the Lord. Yeah. But again, if he, God and Jesus, like if they both not only demonstrated it, modeled it, but Jesus made it a practice. How many times do we see him, you know, in the garden or away with his father or stopping to pray? Like it is important. And as parents, as mamas, we so often fall into like the striving category, the never ending to-do list, all of those things. But God was in the business of rest. And Jesus was in the abiding category. Abiding just means to remain or to stay. And so when we rest, we are intentionally remaining or staying in him. And 
we sort of started with this, but everything we have comes from the Lord. And I'm not just talking like our house and our cars and, but who we are, our identity, our motherhood, our businesses, whatever it is, it comes from the Lord. And if my identity comes from the Lord and I'm not spending any time with the Lord, then, then our, our identity, that's false. Like our identity is actually coming from ourselves or something else. Right. Yeah. And so just resting and creating a Sabbath rhythm that works for your family. Again, not this religious checklist that's like says thou shall rest and it must look like this and you must post it on Instagram. But like <laughs> a Sabbath rhythm is the best that we can do for ourselves, but also to teach our children this. The Lord did it. It's important. Jesus modeled it for us. And now we get to not only do it and like, get the abundance that comes from that, but also teach our children what this looks like. Hey guys, guess what? Being a daughter of the King, abiding in the Lord, taking a Sabbath, this is all good and holy work. And so this is what it looks like. And so maybe like we would raise a generation of kids who focus more on instead of religious and checklist and to-do list and all the busyness of life, they focus on being with the Lord as like their first priority. That would be so stinking cool. Oh, that's the aim of the game here. Yeah, right? That's awesome. I would love to hear, before we wrap it up, what fruits have you found from implementing Sabbath as a family? Yeah, I, um, like I said, we're not perfect at this yet. We're working on it. But for me, like intentional time to be with not only the Lord, but my family has provided peace that like, just it's a pause button. Like we choose, we've chosen to have a pause button. And so there's abundance of peace. There's like a refill of my tank, (laughs) Yeah, you know, and, and then to be doing it with the people I love most, it's just all of us. And we have, it's also a beautiful time of, since we're having the like Jesus centered conversations, to have hard conversations, hard stuff is happening every single day in this world. And so we've had intentional conversations about like worldly things or emotion things, or this is what we're struggling with. Um, that has been really cool. And we're all, we're all participating in it. Um, so many times, uh, daddy sort of misses some of the harder conversations because he's gone. And so mom deals with it, but this is like all of us. And I also feel like we're more, on the same level. We're not all doing different things. We're all running the same race together. And I don't know, setting this as a priority has just also shown my kids that it is a priority. And because I honestly, this might sound weird, but because I've set it as a priority, I have to live up to it. Like, don't get me wrong. There's grace and like, you know, things happen, but also like the kids are the, they're like tattletales. Oh, (laughs) they are. If they're like, you know, oh, we're not doing this anymore. Or, you know, like. So, I thought you said. Yes. <laughs> there's like accountability in it for all of us, really. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> so for the listener who's thinking, yeah, I would love to implement this. I'm not really 100% sure how. Where would you begin or suggest they begin with this rhythm? Yeah, I would. Well. Rest doesn't happen by default, right? It it requires intentionality. 
and even some planning. So I would start, honestly, first, I would start by talking to God and giving him your plans and and asking him for more self-control and more um, even discipline and that he would just give you a hunger to do this sort of pause button. And then I'd go to the calendar and say, hey, what makes the most sense? What can I do? Maybe it's an afternoon to start with. Maybe it's a full 24 hours. Go for it. But choose a chunk of time and designate that as your holy Sabbath time. And holy, I mean, like nobody's touching it. Yeah. <laughs> and start start with the calendar because if if we don't plan it, it's just not going to happen. And then share it with, well, maybe if you have a spouse, share it with them first, clue them in. Sorry, guys, I forgot that part. But then <laughs> like literally plan it and just say, hey, this is what we're going to do. Share it with the kids. Um, and once you've made a plan, then including prepping as part of the plan. And then I would even add to just, if you haven't, if you're still like, man, this is the first time I've heard of it, or maybe I've heard of it before, but not in this way or whatever, wherever you are on the spectrum go to the word of God. Like, don't take my word for it. I've read some scriptures, but the word of God will, will give you some encouragement and hopefully give you some motivation, um, to, to do that, to pause and reflect and spend time as a family with the Lord. Sam, this has been so inspiring. I love it. How, how achievable you've made it sound because it, it does sound pretty epic when you first hear about it and yeah. the rules associated with it, the do's, do nots, it can be very overwhelming. But even just the way you've suggested, it doesn't have to be 24 hours. You know, let's start with something achievable and then you can work on from there and you discuss it as a family, get everyone on the same page. I just think that's awesome. It's inspired me for sure. Good. I'm so glad. I really think that honestly, we make things too difficult. And like, if we just consider our one focus is the Lord. So there's devotionals, there's resources, right. To do together as a family. And again, you can make that, you can literally study where the, a book, like you can read a book of the Bible together, or if you're like creative and you can draw pictures to like legitimately, and you can do however, interpret that however you want for your family. But then if you just focus on togetherness, so we eat together as a family on those days, right? We play together and we rest together. Like we're all hanging out on the couch or we're all just pausing together. So we keep him (laughs) first and then just the togetherness. I really, we just, it doesn't need to be that hard. I I agree. It'll refill, honestly, all of our souls. That's what we're needing majorly. (laughs) Yeah. So can you share with the listeners where they can find out more about you? Yeah. So I, um, I am the founder of a ministry called the abundant women collective, and it is a podcast and it is a free Facebook group. And right now it's just a whole lot of free <laughs> ministry, um, where I help women deepen their relationship with Jesus. So wherever you are in your relationship with Jesus, um, we have a place for you. We have a story for you. We, I uh, just want to continue pointing women to the cross. And so on any of the social media you're on <laughs> at Abundant Woman Co, um, the free Facebook group, um, I can send you the link, but yeah, it's uh, Christian women growing deeper together. And so, yeah, it's just, it's a fun place to hang out and meet other women like us that are like doing the thing <laughs> that God has called us to do. 
and uh, cheering all you guys on along the way. Thank you so much, Sam. This has been such a blessing and I know it's going to bless a whole lot more. Oh, thank you so much, Deborah, for having me. I love this so much. Thanks for listening to Mama's Mission. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review. Thanks, guys. Hey, Mama. I can pretty much say ditto to what my little girl just said. It lights me up when you're encouraged to disciple your kids from the content here at Mama's Mission. So either leave a review on the podcast or hit me up on Instagram at a dash of Deb. Or better yet, join the family by subscribing to our newsletter. The link is in the description. Be blessed, Mama.